everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on this hump day. October 4th, 2023. Let's get into your entertainment and pop culture all in one place. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. And of course, as we've been doing for the last few weeks, we've got Taylor Swift updates we're going to get to. Plus, am I getting sued? I was threatened with a lawsuit. I'll give you the summary of that story. Plus, Clayton Eckerd releases a statement regarding his paternity test scandal oh my gosh things are heating up we got a lot to get into so uh taylor swift has been courted by the minneapolis mayor am i pronouncing that right i'm having a hard time with these minnesota words minneapolis not minion i've been i think i've been pronouncing it minneapolis you get the point uh they are all in for her to return and hope she's at the game taylor swift has a chance to make it to three consecutive trips to see travis kelsey's games and the mayor of minneapolis is leading the cheers for her to do so this coming weekend, TMZ has learned, uh, Taylor Swift has literally moved the economic needle for countries because of her tour. And if she even just says she's going to a football game, the whole city prepares. May- Mayor Jacob Frey tells us he and the rest of the city are ready to welcome Tay-Tay with open arms this Sunday, which is when the Kansas City Chiefs play the Minnesota Vikings for an afternoon matchup. He even has an on-the-nose message to encourage her. Frey says, we know all too well the positive impact Taylor Swift has on the cities she visits. Minneapolis is no exception. Her two sold-out concerts at U.S. Bank Stadium in June led to a record-setting tourism weekend, including booked-up hotels and packed downtown restaurants, boosting our local economy beyond our wildest dreams. So, yeah, we'll have to see if Taylor ends up going to Minneapolis Uh, But either way, what a wild ride it has been watching Taylor find love in the NFL world. And in another wild story, and not a good one, although it does have a good ending. Do you remember this story we've been covering? This teen, this uh, not teen, this nine-year-old girl who was abducted at a camp zone. Well, they at a campsite. Well, they found the guy. He's clearly an idiot and uh, and a and a very deranged man. The alleged kidnapper left a ransom note. The child was found in the kitchen cabinet. The uh, alleged kidnapper of nine-year-old Charlotte made a bonehead move to get caught leaving a ransom note with his fingerprint on it at the girl's home. Craig Nelson Ross Jr. was arrested Monday evening after a two-day frantic police search for Cena, Charlotte Cena, who was abducted while on a camping trip with her family in upstate New York. The photo of this man is absolutely unhinged. He's, he's He looks like a guy who's been living in some cabin in the woods for the last 30 years. I mean, what a horror, uh, horrible situation this girl had to go through. Cops say she was biking through a, the state park Saturday evening when she was snatched and her cycle was later discovered by authorities, launching the quest to find her. Investigators caught a huge break early Monday morning when they staked out uh, Cena's house, her house, Charlotte Cena's house, and spotted a man driving up in a car, getting out and stuffing the ransom note into the mailbox. Oh my gosh, the police were at her house and saw the man stuff the note. The man, suspected to be Ross, jumped back into his vehicle and drove away. Officers then retrieved the note from the mailbox and lifted a fingerprint off it. The print was later matched to one already on on file for Ross after his 1999 arrest for driving while intoxicated. Cops then raided his camper in nearby Milton, New York, placing him under arrest and finding her in a kitchen cabinet. What 
a horrifying story to hear about, but glad there is a happy ending. Put that guy away. His kids commented, his adult children said, he is dead to us. We don't care if he drops dead tomorrow. How wild of a story. And you want to get into wild stories. Here's grocery store Joe winning the jackpot. Hey, some people just hit all the green lights in the world. Have a listen to grocery store Joe on the Trading Secrets podcast with Jason Tartik. Lucky guy. First night out of the limo, you get sent home, and now you got Serena as your wife and everything in between. Any luck in Vegas? We have $50 left. The machine won't take a $5 bill, so you can't put the 25 in. So I'm just going to hit it, not play the max credit, and go to bed. He goes, do not, and thank God he did this, do not touch the machine. He goes and gets a $25 voucher because it would only take a $25 voucher. So you need 75 to play. You got 50 in the machine. Yeah. Alan says no. He literally takes a $20 bill, a $5 bill, puts the machine, gets a voucher, and comes back. Yeah. We hit it. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Jackpot. I go, oh my God. I'm like, what did we just win? We're in the high limit room, so I don't know what this thing's going to read. 450 grand. What did we just hit? We hit for 60,000. I cannot believe this. Steve. 75 bucks. 75 dollars. $60,000. Yeah. Some people, guys, just have it all. And there's grocery store Joe. A night one reject from Becca Kufrin's season hitting the jackpot in more ways than one. No, we're happy for him. Look, his success is not my failure his happiness isn't my set you know whatever so uh do you grocery store joe maybe invest that money into the old tomato sauce business all right well we're gonna jump right into things after this and get to uh the story you guys all want to hear about which is clayton eckard's update plus am i getting sued i'll have all of that content for you right after this quick word from our sponsors all right, we're back, and I made a very long and insightful video today discussing the threat of a lawsuit that I received from Jane Doe, who is in a paternity scandal with Clayton Eckerd. It's been the main story we've been covering, as it's very fascinating. There's been allegations made that there were past cases where she had fraudulent uh, or fake uh, pregnancy announcements, and she's threatened lawsuit just about on everybody, and I am uh, no... Uh, uh, different. So she said this, everything I have read here, she said, she posted this on Reddit. Everything I've read here has really brought me to the brink because no one wants to hear the truth. Yes, lawsuits are coming, especially to the user who uploaded a 35 minute video defaming me when I have evidence to disprove everything he said. And yes, I'll be taking the test tomorrow. So she took her end of the paternity test. Clayton Ecker took his end of the paternity test. I'm going to share that update with you in a second. And I've also spoken to Jane Doe, of course, she sent me an email threatening to sue me if I didn't remove the videos. And I responded by saying, what videos? I mean, you know, do you want me to remove my video about Taylor Swift? You know, like kind of playing dumb. No, not that I was playing dumb, but I was saying, look, what did I say that is wrong? Let me make it right. My goal is not to defame you. My goal is to get to the truth. And the truth will set all of us free. Clayton, hopefully, is telling the truth. Uh, but in some wild circumstance where he's not, I will roast his ass. But so far, all evidence points to him uh, being on the side of the truth. And uh, I, ge I guess what she was really hung up on was that I was sharing court documents from a previous case uh, that she believes has been sealed and is private and therefore should not be public information. I obliged to her and privated two separate videos. But what I did on today's YouTube is show you aspects of those videos where I 
don't believe I'm defaming her, and I think she will agree with that, and hopefully she lets me air this new content out there. But again, my goal is not to torment her or to uh, dig up all of this negative uh, you know, energy and, and whatever. No, my goal is just to get to the truth, and I have as much grace for her as I do for Clayton, because whether she's telling the truth or whether she's lying, in either scenario, she's in a hell of a situation. A hell of a situation. We're going to continue to follow it. As I mentioned on the YouTube video, I'll be in Phoenix in a few weeks, and maybe I'll stop by the courthouse and see if those documents are public. And if they are, I'll republish the videos, and you guys can see for yourself. And if they're not, we'll continue to cover this as honestly as possible. Part of defamation is willingly sharing lies about somebody else. If all of this is true, then there's no defamation case. I've retained a power attorney, and I am not going to go down lightly, but I'm also not going to, you know, uh, you know, fight every battle, one of which being whether or not I'm going to get sued while I'm on vacation in the Maldives. <laughs> that is not for me to, to deal with right this second. Well, anyway, here's an update for you guys. This is Clayton Eckerd uh, and his, his sharing where he stands with his paternity scandal. Have a listen. Hey guys, okay, so for those that are playing along at home, I want to give you all an update as, again, I just feel like I'm taking you all through this. I want to be as transparent as possible. Um, I did my portion of the paternity test last week. I was just informed that the other individual took their test this morning. So they did do it this morning, um, and now results will come back on Monday or Tuesday of next week. It's either going to be a yes, it's going to be a no, or it could be inconclusive. I Will the baby have the same haircut as Clayton? They're calling this the broccoli. This is what the uh, uh, Gen Z uh, likes to do with their hair. It's a perm, folks, right? Uh, history just repeats itself, doesn't it? I thought we got rid of this in the 80s. Now you look good, Clayton. You look He's got that nice S shape over there. Is Clayton Superman or is he super sperm? <laughs> That's another question. All right. I digress. I was curious what inconclusive could mean. If there's little to no fetal DNA present, then that would lead to an inconclusive test. I bet you didn't have fetal DNA on this year's Bachelor bingo card, but that's right, Clayton. The answers are going to be it's either his or it's not his. And if it doesn't have fetal DNA, does that mean she's not pregnant? And if she's not pregnant, does that mean she never was or that she lost the babies? And those are uh, sadly questions that have to be asked in this uh, sort of case here because we need to know if she – if it. My question had been this. Is there a way if you you know, are 20 weeks pregnant that you no longer are pregnant? Uh, are, are there ways to know if you were pregnant? And the answer is absolutely yes. There have been cases in the past where people have faked pregnancy. Actually, we'll, we'll share one of those with you right now if you can give me a second here. That's how we like to shoot these things on the fly. So there are cases that have happened in the past where people claim to be pregnant. I'm not alleging that this is what's going on here. I'm just saying these are the options as we see them. So uh, in the past... We I'll pull up this article right now. People are accessing it's Fox News, so you know it's a good the Ma, the Munchausen mom. How one woman fabricated the pregnancy and deaths of imaginary twins, which is a terrifying story, and maybe we'll jump into it more uh, in the future. But if someone claims that they were pregnant and lost their kids, there are ways that you can look at the uh, genetics and the DNA and the hormone levels and all of that jazz to find out if someone actually was pregnant or not. Um, Will that be done in this case? That's not for me to say, but those are the options that are laid out there, okay? I'm not personally saying that's what's going to happen here. If he is the father, then other questions will have to be asked because he has stated all along 
wrong, and we have no reason to think Clayton is lying. Uh, we don't know Jane Doe, but we know Clayton Eckert, and we know he's told the truth to a fault on live TV. He's told the truth. I've had sex with all three of you. I'm in love with all three of you. Clayton, no, tell a white lie. You know what I mean? Just say you were intimate. You know what I mean? So either way, we know Clayton to be a truth teller, small town Midwestern boy from the great state of Missouri, right? Uh, and we know Clayton to uh, have nothing at this point, nothing but his word. So that's why I see him fighting so hard to maintain the uh, sort of uh, authenticity of that. So um, other than that, I have an injunction, uh, injunction against harassment hearing on Monday. Um, but again, the results for the test uh, itself should come back Monday or Tuesday. And of course, I will let you all know the second I find out. Now, some people are wondering, why would Clayton just share all of this with us, us peasants online? Uh, why would he throw breadcrumbs at us hungry pigeons? Well, because the story is out there. And a, he had to deal with this for several months in privacy before the story broke. Now, if it turns out, big if, conditional statement, if it turns out here, I can't defame you for asking a conditional statement, if it turns out here that Clayton, because the story went live in the sun, had received evidence that this had happened in the past to other men, and they kind of got together, shared notes, and found out that he was being manipulated, gaslit, extorted, whatever the case may be, if that is what happens, then it'll be a real snafu in a real uh, sort of uh, f a bad move by Jane Doe here because when you mess with a public figure and stories become public, if this is what happened, then collectively a lot of people come out of the woodworks to share their truth. And of course, the court system has records and paper trails, whether they're sealed or unsealed. They would, you know, if he were to sue her, say, uh, be, you know, say, say he's not the father, say it comes up back inconclusive, not enough fetal data or whatever the hell, then we could have a scenario in which Clayton, um, you know, does sue her. Okay, so we're going to get to that next. So we shared all of the different possibilities of what could go down, and then we see this Pulitzer Prize-nominated article, Clayton awaiting results of paternity uh, paternity test. And again, they just cite things we got from the uh, that that are on the record or you know have been already printed. Uh, a lot of people are scared to touch this story. It's been banned from the Bachelor subreddit. I've been banned from the Bachelor subreddit for a separate reason, uh, one of which I I maintain my innocence. I think it was a bogus ban. I think they're power-thirsty and power-hungry, free volunteer moderators that uh, were afraid that I was getting, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe too much uh, attention over there. That's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. But either way, um, I've been banned over there, and the conversation is banned. So all we know in is that he's trying to find out his truth. Now, here's what's interesting. The article basically sums up everything I shared with you. And then let me read it for you. As Clayton Eckerd repeatedly denies the claims that he knocked this person up, or that he had sex. Attorney Nima Romani t exclusively tells us that it wouldn't make sense for him to file a countersuit. Anyone can sue for anything, but it's not going to be a good case because really, what are your damages? He shared on September 26th. You have to submit a paternity test. Rom Rom uh, Romney 44... Uh, by the way, they, they misspelled his name. So this is already, you know, your editors. Oh my gosh, the media has failed us. This is so terrible. I'm reading this and they had two chances to spell his name right and they misspelled it. Romney or Romani, whichever, or maybe goes by both, 44, who is not affiliated with the lawsuit, continued, as long as there's some basis to believe what he, that he may be the father, if it's not completely frivolous or malicious to embarrass him, she thought that there's a good chance that this is the father. She had a good faith reason for asking the judge to order the paternity test. No judge is going to allow that type of countersuit to move forward. Now, I understand 
Romani or Romani or whatever the name is here, whichever one they want to submit to us, I understand that this person is not affiliated with a lawsuit, so I don't blame them. They're offering an opinion. Why would somebody fake a pregnancy? Why would any of this happen? This is bogus, absolutely. Well, if that's proven, you know, if she's not pregnant and never was, then why would she assume he was the father? Where would, again, this is if this is the case. Clayton isn't a normal person. So because he submits a paternity test, does that mean he has received damages? I can't tell you this uh, definitely, but I've heard through the grapevine that he has already lost money. He has lost brand deals, endorsements. Look, you have someone like Michael A. from The Bachelor, right? He's 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 a much smaller character in the sense that he was never a lead. He, you know, whatever. And Michael says he made uh, upwards of $200,000 this last year. Clayton Eckerd is losing business because nobody wants to be attached to somebody who might potentially be a deadbeat dad. And that's what it is you know, people had assumed Clayton was. Anyone who hasn't followed this story since the first day, the first article, would assume he's a deadbeat dad. Jane Doe shared uh, emails from Clayton, which came off as him uh, telling her she's ruining his life. Uh, you don't know what you're doing. Stop it. Let's go take a pill and get have an abortion and this and that. But what she redacted in that email, which we shared with you here, is that he said, we've only had oral sex. So if we can believe that he's not lying because we have no we have no issue with his credibility so far if if we can believe he's not lying then yes absolutely there would be a malicious response there now it doesn't seem like Jane Doe is arguing the fact that they had oral sex. She's never said they had sex. She's only said they've been intimate. So the question is, what the hell went down on those denim jeans that could lead to his super sperm being impregnated inside hers with twins? You know what I mean? So complicated stuff. Now, do people lie about things? Yes. Is it rare? Absolutely. So I understand, and I'm not fighting against the idea of believe all women. I am not whatsoever. In the rare and extraordinary cases where somebody lies about sex or uh, any sort of crimes that may have been committed or a Me Too scandal, and any time that that happens, it's never Joe the Plumber. It's never some, in most cases, some random person. It is usually a celebrity. It is usually an athlete. It is somebody with money that attracts somebody who's got, you know, histrionic disorders and, and pathological liars and people that are out to get their bag. Now, you might say, well, Jane Doe uh, apparently comes from a wealthy family. What could she be into here? And that's the motive we aren't completely familiar with. We aren't completely familiar with what the motive might be if, in fact, she is not telling the truth, which, again, we can speculate. We can wonder. We can wait for the results of that test to come in. Another story I wanted to share with you guys very briefly right now is Trevor Bauer. Now, Trevor Bauer is a professional or former professional baseball player. He's a Cy Young Award winner, which means he is the best pitcher in the world. That's what that means. He is the best pitcher in the world at a time. Well, several years ago, he was accused of some horrible things, and he just uh, was vindicated. He has been fired from his team and from Major League Baseball, and now he's finally sharing his side of the story. I was alerted to this story by Reality Steve. You know, I've been in uh, out, out of the country here, so I didn't know this story, but it just dropped. I'm going to share it with you uh, right now. This is the story of... Uh, of Trevor Bauer, and he says, it's been two years, and I can finally talk about this. So I'm going to get to this right now, but he hasn't been discussing his life here following his cancellation, and in the rare times like his, when it actually does happen that he is a target, he is a victim. So if Clayton 
if it comes out that he is the victim of a similar situation, I think we deserve to give it as much airtime as possible. Let's listen to what Trevor Power had to say. Victim, star pitcher for the Dodgers. A text Lindsay Hill sent to a friend before she ever even met me. What should I steal? She asked another in reference to visiting my house for the first time. The answer? Take his money. So how might that work? I'm going to his house Wednesday, she said. I already have my hooks in. You know how I roll. Then, after the first time we met, net worth is 51 mil, she said. Bitch, you better secure the bag, was the response. Uh, but, but how was she going to do that? Need daddy to choke me out, she said. Being an absolute whore to try to get in on his 51 million, read another text. Uh, then, after the second time we met, former Padres pitcher Jacob Nix told her, you got to get this bag. I'll give you 50,000, Lindsay replied. Her AA sponsor asked her at one point, do you feel a tiny bit guilty? Not really, she replied. Since then, her legal team has approached me multiple times about coming to a financial settlement. But as I have done since day one, I refuse to pay her even a single cent. Uh, in August of 2021, Lindsay Hill's claims were heard in court. And during those legal proceedings, critical information was deliberately and unlawfully concealed from me and my legal team. Uh, information like this video, which was taken by Lindsay Hill herself the morning after she claimed she was brutally attacked, emotionally traumatized, and desperate to get away from me. Uh, and now we have the metadata, so there can be no dispute. Uh, it was taken mere minutes before she left my house on the morning of May 16th, 2021, without my knowledge or consent, of course. Uh, in it, you can see her lying in bed next to me while I'm sleeping, smirking at the camera without a care in the world, or any marks on her face. I think it paints a pretty clear picture of what actually happened the evening of May 15th and why the video was originally concealed from us. Uh, after hearing the evidence available to her, Judge Diana Gold-Saltman found that Lindsay Hill had misled the court. She found her claims to be materially misleading. Uh, she denied her request for a domestic violence restraining order, and she found that no sexual assault or non-consensual conduct took place. Now, some of you might not know about restraining order hearings. I know I didn't, but uh, I've since learned that uh, it's extremely rare for a request for a restraining order to be denied because the standard of proof that you need to obtain one is extremely low. So you can make of that what you will. The fact is I was never arrested. I was never charged with a crime and I won the only legal proceeding that took place without my side of the story even being heard. Uh, and most importantly, as I've said from day one, I never sexually assaulted Lindsay Hill or anyone else for that matter. Uh, so I sued her, which prompted her to countersue me. Quite frankly, regardless of the outcome in court, I've paid significantly more in legal fees than Lindsay Hill could ever pay me in her entire life. Uh, and I knew that would be the case going in. But the lawsuit was never about the money for me. It was the only way for me to obtain critical information to clear my name. Uh, the discovery process in that lawsuit recently concluded, at which point uh, Lindsay Hill's legal team again came to us with another proposal to resolve the case. Uh, this time, however, they weren't seeking any money from me. Having received uh, much of the information that had been hidden from us, uh, a small portion of which I've referenced here, um, I was willing to agree to the terms proposed. Both parties would drop their respective lawsuits, and neither of us would pay either side any money. Um, I also retained my right to speak publicly about the case, something I have not been at liberty to do since June of 2021. So, as of today, both lawsuits have been settled. Now, over the last two years, I've been forced to defend my integrity uh, and my reputation in a very public setting. But hopefully this is the last time I have to do so, as I'd prefer to just remain focused on doing my job, uh, winning baseball games and entertaining fans around the world. So today, I'm happy to be moving on with my life. Now, 
let's make it very clear. The most dangerous men in women's lives are generally their boyfriends or husbands or somebody they know, their fathers. Most issues that happen and most uh, attacks out there are actually from the people you love. Uh, So I don't want it to get twisted that this is a channel that's like men's rights or anything like that. No, the majority of cases that exist out there are men being violent towards women. But in this specific case where we cover uh, Trevor Bauer, it's a case where he was a magnet due to his wealth and notoriety and fame and all of that for some Somebody who had sinister motives. I don't know if that's the case with Clayton Eckerd. I really don't. I don't know if that's the case. But as Clayton said, the truth shall set you free. And as we saw with Trevor Bauer, the truth has set him free. It took a hell of a lot of time, energy, and money. In Clayton's case, we're going to continue to follow uh, if the truth will set him free. And we'll know very soon. And you guys know where to come to listen to this summary of all of this information that's out there. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine trying to cover all these different reality shows. It, it's truly a full-time job over here. But we're doing the Lord's work, as they say. And I appreciate you guys. If it wasn't for you as an audience, I would have no one to apotheosize to. Is that a word? That's a tongue twister. Speaking of tongue twisters, isn't that what got Clayton in this issue in the first place? The old tongue twisty. The power sperm. Uh, boy, I'm thinking of uh, making a movie. Uh, movie that's called uh the blowjob baby uh what do you think should we uh, <laughs> the blow the blowjob baby uh it's like uh it's like the it's like a Im- immaculate conception uh or that that's uh that's a real log line to swallow okay well listen that's gonna be it for us uh <laughs> i've gotta go i hope you enjoyed this episode as much as i did and we'll be back tomorrow as always i'm dave neal and this was bachelor rush hour 